popping. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the haze because the look of this film is so... Like, haze is a perfect word for it. There's almost like a cloudiness to certain parts. And it is kind mm -hmm. of... Um, specifically, it seems when they do a lot of the... Uh, um, dancing stuff and it does give like almost like a dreamlike escapism quality to it it's very cool I really mm -hmm. love the look of this film um, well yeah because the camera is either like pulling out to as you mentioned like the wide shot where we're going to see this very impressive choreography or the opposite approach it gets really close and it gets delirious yeah. and it gets into the sweating and the sensuality of the spectacular you know ritual between men and women that theoretically has gone back however long people like fucking dancing with each other people like you know it's just mm -hmm. um which, which is also very important that it specifically makes it like this, you know, this this sort of mating ritual is something that it kind of implies that it is for all of these people. Yeah, it's like despite the play. fact. Yeah, despite the fact that like they don't really seem interested in women outside of the dance floor, which is like always what's been sort of interesting about this is that like he Travolta it's worth noting like he really put and we will we'll mention it a couple times but like he put the work in yeah in terms of the physicality and really selling the dancing like he really became a patron at these discotheques they were gonna uh, get a double on the mannerisms and he was like, yeah they, they, <laughs> I'm, I'm busting a yeah. move baby <laughs> yeah they offered him a body double uh and he was like no no, no like i'm gonna train you know it's supposedly he ran two miles a day and danced and did choreography for three hours a day in order to be in shape for this. And he dropped 20 pounds <laughs> and, crazy. and there, and they were saying that after every take, he would sweat so crazy because he was putting so much work in that they had to peel the suits off of him <laughs> and blow dry them between takes Ooh. so that he could put them on again. And they were like, by the end, Karen, uh, Gorney or, um, uh, yes. Who plays in that? I, I can't. Uh, Donna Pescow. <laughs> yes. Oh man, they'd be just just sweating. John Travolta sweat all over. Yeah, and and he is just like he's so cocky and so playful, but also does it. You know, he also plays Tony with this woundedness and this kind of oh, yeah. anxiousness. Because um, all him the, even the, the misogynistic stuff is like you know, there's no excuse for it, but there's it's a mask. That's really what it is. He he just feel like they he's. He's surrounded by this group of friends that clearly has a very specific worldview, and if they don't abide by it within that group, they, they will they will probably just ostracize or whatever they'll do. And this is kind yeah. of his well, only well, and like, also on some level, it feels like he only respects the craft, right? It feels yeah, like if you're sure. someone who can dance really well, I kind of respect you, and that's how Stephanie kind of earns his approval. But if you're not that, he really doesn't like he he thinks as lowly of his friends as he does like the the girls, and as yes. a result, he just doesn't you know like like the some of the first interactions <laughs> in the club when you know he's not very nice to these women, he's supposedly kind of being sexual with or flirting with on the dance floor, like Annette, uh, who he dances with because um, but uh, but won't refuses to actually date her because he's you know she's not his dream girl and he right. you know belittles her and, and you constantly is like are you a nice girl or are you a cunt yeah. you know or yeah. or or that detail when uh it's, it's so subtle but it's so incredible when uh after they're done dancing they go up to the bar and he tr she, she tries to like get him a drink and uh he lights a cigarette and she leans in to like 
have him light her cigarette with right. the same match and he literally puts it out before it goes to her which is like in 1977 that has to be like the coldest thing you could possibly do to someone <laughs> yeah, Every everyone cold. if you were you know if you were a complete stranger if you were someone that you hated somebody you would probably you know you not waste a match and you would light both like, your you cigarettes yeah. yeah he's like I think he even looks at her as he does it like he does these small subtle things in his performances while he's mistreating Annette that it's not even just when he's outright mistreating her but there's things like that where it's clear that he even is aware of what he's doing when he's not just brushing her off and he's it's it's kind of malicious in a way unfortunately like Annette is it's she's um I could get why people could think that she's um written a little bit too maybe desperate um but I think that she's kind of lonely like a lot of the characters in this and this is how she's reacting to that loneliness and environment rather than them. They, you know, they're viewing women as like trophies in a way. Um, she, mm-hmm. I think that that's her way of like coping with how they treat women. It's just like, she's trying to like give herself over. So it's, it's, it's easier. And she obviously sees something in Tony. There is something about Tony that's like, you know, magnetic in that environment and all of that. Um, oh, all the but, girls do. Man, that girl, well, Doreen, yeah. who comes up to him and is like, can I wipe the sweat from your brows? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, you know, girl, yeah. <laughs> she's like, I yeah. just I, I love to watch you dance, Tony. I just love it. Yeah. Uh, or or the uh, the one older woman who comes up to him and literally kisses him and goes, I just kissed Al Pacino, yeah. you know, and he like he clearly loves their adoration of him. But he he also just, you know, he doesn't think highly of them. He's just like, yes. that is, you know, that's what that's what they are there to do, because I am kind of amazing in a way, especially when I when I hit the dance floor. And it really isn't until he catches the older uh, secretary, Stephanie, played by Karen Lynn Gorney, uh, who can dance and is dancing to the, you know, like they, they throw on some like Latin music. And Tony's like, I can't dance to this because he's kind of racist. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, he's just like, hey, well, she's dancing to it because she doesn't give a shit. She just loves dancing. So there's a one woman dancing and it's Stephanie and he's impressed with her skills. And she kind of hypnotizes him in the same way that he does. Um others and it's Mm -hmm. it really is just at that point shows that the appeal to all of this for him is that it's just it's a form of glamour that doesn't exist out even just in the parking lots right outside um where you know he's watching his friends have greasy backseat sex with the girl that they don't even know and he's just like you know his they're kind of ruining this you know beautiful pure thing and what's interesting is obviously that tony is also part of the reason that it's not necessarily the the uh purest thing uh, yeah. either especially when he starts to like really really heavily pursue stephanie despite the fact that she doesn't actually want a personal relationship with him and it is clear that it's also out of a little bit of kind of like uh you know the high doesn't